Hello and welcome everyone back to the Reader Copy Podcast, the comic podcast about comic books. It is Wednesday, December 1st, last month of the year. My name is Chris. I am joined by my co-host, Daniel. That's right. Welcome everyone to the Reader Copy Podcast. Thanks for joining us and I uh, hope you guys are staying warm. It is uh, winter time, so the, the chill is going up and up, yeah. It is post thanksgiving in the u.s yeah i'm still in my food coma to this date as the, at the time of this recording mm-hmm. what what was your favorite dish of the thanksgiving party lemon squares lemon squares <laughs> that's freaking a dessert yeah but uh our aunt made lemon squares because they have a lemon tree in their backyard yeah and i just kept going back for them i got that was the first thing on my plate and the last because i got i liked them so much our uncle got like lamb meat yeah i think he like was barbecuing right yeah so they did a bunch of like different lamb dishes they're all oh. good Really? There was like a stew lamb thing that was like that's pretty good. I don't think I grabbed that one. I just got the uh, the barbecue lamb, and it was it was tender, yeah. tasty. Yeah, applauds to that. Mm-hmm. There was also because like you know you kind of have to wait for everyone to show up before you start eating. Yeah, because they might bring food you want might want to eat. <laughs> yeah. So before that, I was chowing down on Ruffles chips. <laughs> I know, yeah, a lot of people were. And uh, like it's like French onion dip. I oh, mean, that, that's still good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's not really Thanksgiving-y, but like I haven't had that in a while. I was like, this is good. All right. I think you were just really hungry. <laughs> yeah, that too. So anything would have tasted great. Um, but uh, I know it's kind of bad, but we did uh, buy a deep fried turkey oh, from yeah. somebody. We were actually the two that went to go pick it up because yeah. it was like, it's like a person every Thanksgiving, like that's their hobbies. They'll sell deep fried turkeys right. and they do it like every Thanksgiving morning. We picked that up and it it's it's still turkey, but it was good turkey because yeah. turkey Be- gets a really bad rap. It's better than baked, but I still am not a huge fan of turkey. Still, even the, the deep fried one we got? Yeah, I only had a couple of pieces like it's it's juicier but like i would rather eat lamb that was good (laughs) and then we i don't think we had ham but i was looking for ham that's true uh we we didn't bring we didn't have ham mom's usually the one that brings the honey baked ham yeah that's your thing i hope it it shows uh makes an appearance at christmas yeah yeah i i like the turkey though it's uh it's definitely like deep fried in a lot of oil so you could taste just extra oil on it (laughs) okay so it's like oh okay it's pretty good okay yeah all right (laughs) i'm on board all right um Mac salad, macaroni salad, or potato salad? I think those were both at the party, right? Yeah. The Mac salad was pretty good. I usually hate Mac salad. Like, I uh, prefer ex- potato Except salad. for Hawaiian Mac salad. But Isn't that the, the same thing? No. What's the difference? I just like I just like the Hawaiian ones for some reason. At the like, Hawaiian chain places. Yeah. I like those a lot. I got, I'll lost that for instead of rice. Oh, okay. But potato salad was better. I like potato salad. I do like potato salad better. better yeah. Kind of any scenario, I like it better. Mac salad there was... That, that party was not bad. Pretty good. Maybe I didn't have enough of that because I don't remember it being particularly standout. It wasn't exquisite, but it was it was fine. We have some leftovers in the fridge right now if you want any. Okay, well, this is the end of the show then. Yeah. I'm going to try that. <laughs> You're just going to hear it in the background like... <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, I'm enjoying the leftovers. I'm, I'm chowing. I still have some lemon squares in the fridge <laughs> that has my name on it. Chris, don't touch. I was full. Like I had like one plate, but it was full. And yeah. then I didn't eat for the rest of the night because I couldn't. You just felt it? Yeah. I had like some dessert. Like there's like these little, I don't know, there's like smaller than cupcakes. Right. So I, cupcakes is already a small version of a cake. You don't have to make it smaller. Yeah. Where do, they, where do you people stop? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like cake pops. Uh, that's like I don't even get why this is a thing. Cake pops suck. I don't get it. All that work for one 
bite and then now I have a stick that I have to hold? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they suck. I think they're they're way more surface area, so you're getting a lot of this fondant that does not taste no. even great. Mm. And like the bread is kind of drier because there's not much of it to like it's all surface area, so yeah. it gets cooked more. Yeah. It just looks kind of prettier. And they suck. They're just, yeah. And it's like a lot of stick for one bite. A whole lot of stick. It could be a toothpick, but instead it's like a skewer. Whole lot of stick for one ball, yeah. <laughs> you can at least put like two balls on there. Yeah, on kick that balls. Stick. Yeah. Put two balls on that stick. I could definitely fit two kick balls in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's like these little cupcake things, but then they're different flavors. And I think the cheesecake yeah. one was my favorite. They were like a mochi kind of, that's what they were called, okay. but I didn't, they don't taste like the mochi I've had before. I don't even really know what mochi is. I think it's more of an idea. <laughs> I, I, a, don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's either. a construct. It's a, it's a thought process. But the, those things were like, uh, almost like a mousse in a, in a cupcake okay. th- thing, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. It, it was pretty tasty. Yeah. Really like great. seven of those. <laughs> Is that why there were none of me left? Yeah. I mean, it's time to go. Yeah. I should have, I should have ate one. They were really, I had one, but I should have ate more. Uh, oh no, I had like seven. Okay. Dang. <laughs> They were going fast. Uh, those were tasty. Yeah. yeah. But was that the best thing there? I think so. Like all in all, it was like I only had a little bit of everything. So I don't think Me I too. had enough of one thing to like decide what's the best thing. It is a buffet. We were doing the buffet style. So you have to try a little bit of everything to know what you like. Yeah. I don't think it, I kind of just filled up on a little bit of everything. So not necessarily everything kind of just blended together. I, I thought it was good though. I thought everything yeah. was pretty good. Pretty dang good. Um, But just didn't have enough room for round two. We ate so much. We did fall asleep, both of us, in the, the middle. Couch. Yeah, on the couch, yeah. in the middle of the party. Uh, That's my uh, tactic when I don't want to talk to anybody. You just fall asleep. I, fall asleep. <laughs> I think I, did, I just got your your sleepiness was just contagious. It hit me too because I, I I knocked out too. When I hear relatives come in and they're, I could hear them like, oh hi, hi. I was like, okay, close my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to have to go through the rigmarole of like saying yeah. hello. Yeah. I'll say bye when I leave. That's my hi to you is when I say bye. Then it's like, oh hi, Chris. You were here the whole time. Oh, I didn't say hi to you. Okay, gotta go. All right. I'll see you next Thanksgiving. <laughs> Way to participate. All right. I picked up the turkey. So yeah. You're late. You would have been turkeyless. <laughs> and also I picked up 96 bottles of water. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did our job. I think we did our fair share. Yeah. I was thinking, do I need to start having a signature dish to bring to family parties? What would it be? Because everyone does that. Um, the only thing I can kind of make that does I don't mess up all the time is like Thai curry. But that's not really a party, family party dish, I think. Yeah. And it's not... And make enough for you i make a lot <laughs> and that's the point <laughs> i used to make thai tea you made it once yeah because i think unless the party is at your house it's not a good idea to make that and like bring it it's not worth it or it, doesn't it's like it a hold? whole pot and it's difficult to travel with that <laughs> yeah it's like a whole pot full of just liquid so it's gonna slosh around yeah and then there's like well you want to put milk on top and and maybe more sugar so it's like i'm bringing a whole station with me for this it's like no i'm, I'm good a whole setup i'll bring bottled water <laughs> yeah just keep it in the trunk yeah yeah uh i will say the one time people I made liked it, it everyone loved it yeah didn't you have like difficulty making it too like you didn't have the right tools like don't you need yes what is it a uh, paper what is it uh like, like a cloth? A, some kind of cloth like a cheesecloth maybe because you got a strain because the tea I, I made a large batch so it's like bulk yeah for the whole party to enjoy yeah. so it's literally like a bag of tea that i rip open and just dump in there it's like loose it's not like an individual bag it's like 
the tea inside is just dirt. Oh, really? Wait, is it whatever is it like tea, tea leaves? is? It's like leaves, but it, you know they're brown and roasted already. So it's like I'm throwing bark into a pot of water uh, to get the tea out. Okay, yeah. and then I uh, then I fill it up with hella sugar. That's yeah, you yeah, make it tasty. I, it's lo- a lot of sugar. Is it mostly sugar? <laughs> I mean, it's like however much sugar will dissolve in water, that's how much you need to put. It's basically simple syrup. syrup. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's almost that. Yeah. Wow. And then and then because like it's just loose leaves in there, to strain it is very difficult and it's very fine. So like even a metal strainer wouldn't work. Okay. You can't just, yeah, use that yeah. little thing. So I tried like coffee filters and stuff like that. They're not that big, right? They're not. No, so it takes forever. So like, I really think you need like a cheesecloth to strain it. It's like you actually need the tools to make it. Yeah, you should have them, mm-hmm. or just drink it with the stuff inside. Just spit it Stop out. Stop complaining. <laughs> well, it was a it was a hit at that yeah. party. Uh, you should make it again. Yeah, I think Thai tea was not like mainstream yet. Oh, at the time, because now it's like uh, Thai tea. Everyone has Thai tea. You can pick it up anywhere. Thai tea at seven. 11. Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> Anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But back then, it was like, oh, this is uh, exotic. What is this? The what tone? is this uh, half-tone drink you're offering me? Yeah. yeah pretty tasty. Uh, I like that one. I still need, I don't know my signature dishes, my signature go-to bring to party thing, but I'm going to have one. I think I make the best spaghetti. No, you don't. There's a group. Yes, I do think there's, that. There's, <laughs> there's, a go- there's a good amount of family members that make better spaghetti than you. Mm, I would I think almost all of them. every spaghetti I've had at the parties are it's, better it's than your spaghetti. True. Yes. I I think you you haven't had my best spaghetti because you would not share it with me no i give you i make a bad batch and that's what i give to you <laughs> <laughs> yeah you gotta work on that a bit uh, okay next party i'm gonna make a lot and i'm not gonna tell anyone that i made it and just wait oh yeah just wait for how many like who oh, yeah. made this who made this just oh, just okay. wait for that well you know is this a challenge maybe i'll make my own pot and we'll see like which one's empty by the end of the oh, night all right i'm gonna eat all yeah, of my own spaghetti <laughs> i'm gonna show up with an empty pot uh, okay yeah spaghetti all right whatever <laughs> that was thanksgiving yeah still kind of full from it feeling the the uh, leftovers of that yeah, yeah. It's still all shit in my belly somewhere so i felt like i want to do a, a story this week that maybe is more athletic more action oh and mentally that'll get me to cut the calories down because i'm actually moving while i'm reading are you you're just imagining it's in your head yeah yeah, you got to visualize first to really go and do the thing. If the characters I'm reading are athletic and doing sports, then in a way, subconsciously, I am feeling that way. It's like your brain knows you're running or whatever, mm-hmm. doing all of this. And then it's like, okay, I got to burn these calories. Right. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to do a book that's about like a sport, but not like a common sport. Okay. One that we haven't seen before. Mm-hmm. A pretty, pretty niche thing. Yeah. Why don't you explain to them how the show works? Here at the Read a Copy Podcast, you split up in three bits. First up, we'll run down the comic book news that came in this week in the middle we'll talk about a comic book and this time we're doing slam slam <laughs> and then at the end we'll talk about our side stories we've been uh what entertainment we've taken in this week all right uh let's get into the news
like I said, it was Thanksgiving last week, so not a whole lot of news coming out. That's right. Um, people are on holidays. Yeah. They're, they're watching their superhero movies, but they're not getting their comic book superhero news. You have senioritis already, right? You can see the end of the end of the year coming. Yeah, right, right. End of the, the year. It's also holidays. You know, people have stuff in their mind. People are shopping. They're not mm-hmm. They're not uh, looking for, for the comic book news. People are not at home ready to watch trailers or whatever. Yeah. Well, there's one trailer that came out. Yeah. Uh, and it's animated. Oh, what is this now? So uh, what is the exact title? It's like Secret Life of Pets DC. <laughs> I think it's DC Super Pets. DC Super Pets. Yeah. And this is about cats and dogs of like, the DC heroes. And pigs. And pigs. And turtle. And, and turtle, yeah. So like, I guess the main star is Crypto, Superman's dog. Crypto the super dog. Yeah. And this is pretty fun. It's played by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Mm-hmm. Perfect fit, I think. Yeah. And he, like we know Crypto has superpowers. Yeah, he's, he's a super like, dog. Super dog, right? Yeah. But it's like more about how he interacts with other people pets of regular people that don't have powers i think um there's some other pets involved i think his name's bruiser that's his like best friend dog yeah what is he like a boxer something like that yeah yeah kind of a dog um and um, there's other pets involved there's a turtle a pig a cat and for some reason they get superpowers at some point yeah and i think like the actual heroes are in it like you see yeah superman wonder woman batman but i think something happens where the pets have to step in and save the day (laughs) okay fun it's a kids movie remember that it's a kids movie a little i mean if you just said this is secret life of pets with superpowers that's exactly what it is well that's what exactly what it is yeah Yeah. uh kevin hart plays the bruiser character so it's pretty much the same thing can they do a movie without each other was rocking the super pets is in in secret life of pets i don't think he was there okay yeah well it's like they they miss each other so much they have to do the same movie but i wasn't in it so we have to do it again that's funny yeah (laughs) They have to do Fast and the Furious with uh, <laughs> Kevin Hart in there. Yep. That'd be pretty funny. Um, I kind of like this trailer. It's pretty fun. The way like they make Crypto to be the awkward one. Yeah, he can't be he can't be a normal dog. He doesn't get it that other pets are just have normal lives. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, like there's like a little scene of um, a regular dog chasing a FedEx driver. At least that's the story. Mm-hmm. And then Crypto cannot relate. He's like, Oh, is it the evil FedEx driver? Like, no, it's just a FedEx driver. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty funny. Uh, I like the look of it, the the way they make the superheroes look. Yeah. They look exaggerated, Mm -hmm. like a cloudy chance of meatballs type of look, the way they're, they're... Uh, animated or whatever. Um, are you excited about this at all? What, how about you? I mean, I'm, I'll watch it if it goes to streaming somewhere. Yeah. I don't think I'm running out to the theater to watch it, but I like the actors in it and like the powers in it look kind of cool. It's funny because like the turtle has like the Flash's powers, like he's super fast. Yeah. And he like zips, runs somewhere and he ends up like in a desert. Like, where am I? <laughs> <laughs> Can't keep track. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, well, what were the other powers? There's a pig that can like grow super big. Mm-hmm. Bruiser is like indestructible. Yeah. And the cat has has like lightning powers like he's black lightning yeah yeah pretty awesome i think there's another cat that's like a villain oh is there i didn't see him and then he he shoots like rockets out of his tail or something like that all right yeah, okay I don't, I don't really get it i think it's like lex luthor's cat or something like that oh yeah i think he did sh- lex luthor showed up in the trailer for sure yeah yeah i wonder if we're gonna get a lot of the heroes or 
um i don't know uh it looks like somewhat like megamind too the way they made right. superman look it looked like the superman type character in megamind mm-hmm. a lot like that um yeah in eternals there was a thing where they called icarus superman yes right and then in this trailer there's a joke about iron man or superman says a joke like i should be called iron man yeah no that's ridiculous yeah yeah so it's almost like the doors are open now for them to not be part of each other but like almost like backhand compliment each other is that what they're doing i think they're doing small digs at each other just yeah. mentioning their names yeah like, yeah well, not full-on insulting each other or making fun of them but you know jokingly like ah you guys <laughs> mentioning their names yeah it's like when you see like a coke and a pepsi ad yeah yeah do, do you think it's not good like like in this trailer for the pets one superman's making a joke where he's like iron man but it's almost like i'm riding their coattails trying to be kids like iron man so i'm going to mention iron man oh yeah that's true like uh people know iron man i don't know if like kids know superman anymore do they i think they know what he is but he's not their favorite and he's not like relatable in any way or like attainable he's like superman's like uh he's a superman but i don't care about his character or anything like i just know what he can do yeah whereas iron man they know his personality they know tony stark they know all that he's kind of funny quippy yeah Yeah. superman's like oh he can fly that's what they know he's a person again is that are we going back to henry cavill and digging into that whole arena like did was his was their approach to the superman character at that point not perfect i don't think it was perfect too dark but and there's again, things like, I like about it. I also think maybe it's too adult, like not um, sure, not too dark all the time, but just a fact like kids would not really like this movie. No, it's and not that's for kids. The, no, it's definitely not for kids. And the, I think that's why they had to make Shazam. Yeah, to get attention or just like to just have like, something. Have something for kids. But yes, Man of Steel, uh, Dawn of Justice is not the Superman I would think of when I think of Superman. And not until, oddly enough, Joss Whedon's Justice League. Joss Whedon's, yeah. Yeah, is when I was like, oh, this is Superman, where he's like smiley. Gleaming, yeah. Uh, inspiring, heroic guy. Even in Zack Snyder's, even though they, they did reshoots and have him more mm-hmm. look up and like with the fake mustache, he looked more approachable. Yeah. Even in Zack Snyder's Justice League, he was still like look better and more of a, a hero. Yeah. Yeah. So it took up, up till then. But yeah, I think just in general, even the Batmans and the Wonder Womans, like kids don't care care about those that's weird huh yeah their their main demographic is older (laughs) 20 to 40 yeah Yeah. (laughs) like what's up with uh batman he's fighting gangsters like joker's a gangster right in that one yeah and the next one's gonna be serial killer movie right so i don't don't really think the comic books are for kids anymore which is pretty sad i mean but i'm not saying like they can't do it because marvel targets kids right yeah that's i think their approach is all wrong yeah, the like company. Spider-Man, Captain America, they're all, like, I could see all the toys for them. Whereas, like, the Batman toys, like, I feel like the people that buy them is because, like... Collector's item? Collector's item, and they want to display them. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, like, they had to have, like, a Batman toy in Shazam just to sell them. Remember that? Yeah. Like, they had a little Easter egg of yeah, that. It's funny. It's like, those shelves were full of them, and I didn't see any Marvel toys. They're all sold out. It was Christmas time. <laughs> <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger is not running around looking for a no. Superman toy. Yeah, they're, just, Turbo they're literally throwing them away. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see a Turbo Man movie from Jiggle All the Way. Yeah. 
Um, but as far as the kid stuff, I guess they're trying to do that with the with the cartoon show, with the cartoon movie. Yeah, uh, Super Pets, right? Yeah, I think it has potential. I, I left out like a little bit when yeah. I was watching the trailer. Did um, you know it was the Rock right away when you heard the voice? Yeah, I also thought looking at the design for Crypto, and I know what the Rock sounds like. I don't yeah. know if it'll work. It worked eventually. I think Rock has this um, voice that can promote like uh, strength and whatever, and yeah. like lean man. And he's a dog man, leading man, whatever. It can work, but I don't know if... uh I, it's obviously was a rock obviously like with voice acting it doesn't matter what you look like in real life but also it, now it feels like it doesn't matter what you sound like either because they know they want famous actors promoting the movie so that's why they hire a rock that's why they hire a Chris Pratt a Kevin Hart a Kevin Hart to do like these cartoon movies because they are the ones that's gonna go out and doing the press junkets and the social and media people want to see platforms their accounts are probably hot commodities and can get well, Pratt, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, but he is you know Hollywood famous. Well, I think that's a different level. The Rock and Kevin Hart, those are a different level from Chris Pratt. Like that's why they go for those guys. Well, yeah, I think they're same level, just different demographic. Oh, okay. I think there's a whole other section that love Chris Pratt that we don't know about. <laughs> okay, or that's weird. Okay, and I love Chris Pratt. Yeah, but there's some people that don't like Chris Pratt, and I think that there's a whole section that love Chris Pratt even more than we do. Okay, okay. <laughs> camp of that okay mm-hmm. Italian yeah. plumbers <laughs> they, they confirmed he's not doing an Italian voice a good move but it's just gonna be Chris Pratt now is doing the Mario voice <sighs> Did, did, is he it, still you, doing the yippies and the Mario? Yeah, I, it's just gonna he's just gonna do the voice he did for the Lego Movie. That's I feel like that's it. I don't see him doing a voice. You know what I mean? I see him just talking like a child, <laughs> being I mean? being Chris Pratt with a maybe higher, more attentive voice. Yeah, it is gonna be weird because I think people are so attached to the Mario having the Mario voice. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him to be like it's a me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Was that Ben Affleck doing the voice? Yeah. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> and they have like like the Nintendo sound, but it's like slow mo and like the punk rock <laughs> version, right? I just want to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I think this this one Super Pets I think is gonna yeah. be pretty fun. I, I did you like the Life of Secret Life of Pets? I don't think I've seen the second one, but I've I, only seen the second one. Oh, I've seen the first one. Oh, <laughs> with Louis C.K. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought it was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, so I think uh, I need to see the second one, and I think this one will be fun also. Okay, the second one was uh, I don't remember anything from it. It kind of forgot it. Okay, maybe not, I did see it. Not, not a great movie. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. So it's funny because we were saying Marvel tries to target kids. Yeah, with like Captain America, Iron Man, Spider Man. I don't think they're doing that with the next Doctor Strange. Oh, why do you? Th- well, it's it's a multiverse of madness. I heard. I think they're going more of the scarier route, especially with how they did uh, like Loki and Wandavision. I don't think those are for kids. Yeah, that's and really I th- complicated. Think this is heavily connected to those. Definitely right. Uh, again with Wanda. Um, having the dark hold and being maybe too much of a problem right or just being magical now she could be in relation to dr strange more right yeah with booster power and then loki making a whole multiverse i i don't know what's going on with the movie but uh the hollywood reporter came out and said that they had to do or planning to do massive reshoots massive yeah not because like movies do reshoots all the time yeah this one sounds like story changing reshoots and they said they're working six days a week for six weeks straight 
on top of what they were already like doing. That's uh, that's pretty rough, and it's not a good sign. But I like trust Kevin Feige. It's it's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, but Sam Raimi is directing. But that's if Kevin Feige doesn't like it, yeah, he's going to make you change it. Sam Raimi, I trust him too. You know, okay, Spider Man Three, you trust him? Well, that's because he didn't have Kevin Feige to root for him <laughs> in the producer chair, right? So um, they said they have to do massive reshoots. They want to. They even said like because there's the Hollywood Reporter put out like an article, but then there's underlying rumors like outside of that because the Hollywood Reporter tries to spin it as like a positive, like oh they're making it better, yeah, because they have to show it as a positive because if they start showing things as negative, then Disney will stop letting them do reports on them. Oh, you think there's like drama on top of yeah. all the reshoots? I think it's it's bad journalism drama and, yeah because like if if the Hollywood reporter starts saying like they're they don't know what they're doing and they're messing up then they're gonna stop letting him do interviews with them giving them notice about this yeah. okay uh that kind of sucks i mean just be honest how what, how can you get real journalism nowadays is even Man, even movies real. fake news <laughs> It's all a trick. Um, that that buzz, I really was really looking forward to this movie on a, a couple of reasons, right? Because it's all connected and it's kind of the crux point for the next phase, right? Yeah. And I just really like Doctor Strange. Did not love the first movie as much as everyone else. I don't think it was bad or anything. I just had huge expectations and i was thinking okay. this flavor of dr strange darker stuff yeah scarier stuff was more my vibe well like i said the the rumors outside of the article are saying like um the initial test screenings were bad and uh they they want to change like whole story plots they're going to introduce more characters and more easter egg stuff to uh, please the fans but that doesn't mean the story is getting better like i think they're worried that the story is not good enough so they're going to fill in all these easter eggs that will hopefully like keep the fans happy because i think the story on its own can't keep it the fans happy it's fan service is what you're saying just to get them on our side because yeah. we don't have the story to really yeah. there to back it up uh that bums me out yeah and also i mean they, they pushed the movie remember it's going to come out in march now it's coming out in may so that gives them room to do more shoots and more editing but i don't know like it, it's also bad but i kind of just trust them to make a good movie you do trust them yeah okay because if, if i if they didn't do it and it was bad to do the research i feel like research are always good because like they know it's bad they wouldn't reshoot it to make it worse yeah that's well sometimes they reshoot it to um plans for upcoming movies right or sometimes yeah they just have to reshoot because of directors falling i guess that's a different whole this, story yeah this is not that it's not that um yeah i think reshoots get a bad rap right because mm -hmm. they well they heard initially there's, there's it's a bad movie so maybe it's gonna be a bad movie right yeah. um but i'm I, this is a pretty big movie in the next phase so yeah that the fact that it's a story stuff and not that they i don't want them to mess up stuff moving forward after this like movies afterwards i yeah. want the story points to hit the marks that they need to like it'll it, be a good movie it's not a good sign that they have to do so much in so little time like uh, reshoots usually happen months after like a couple of weeks after they've done principal photography and they're like oh we want to film additional stuff so we'll do like two more weeks of reshoots this is now like we're doing six days a week for six weeks like not even done shooting the initial 
principal photography yet because it's not working. Like the story is not where we want it to be. It's not right. Yeah. So uh-huh. it's all, like one of the people they interviewed said like the amount of time they're doing reshoots is enough to film another movie. Wow. So you, you so think it's, it's almost like they're starting over. Do you think it's like the movie does not convey what they're trying to do? Like what they're trying to maybe enforce or is it just a bad story? It's not entertaining. I My guess is it's a bad story and they're re, almost like rewriting it using what they can but like almost starting from scratch because um, why would you need that much time to reshoot six days a week and they're working through six days a week from now to like the end of the year so like through the holiday they're working I, I, I thought like reshoots are just making movies takes way longer than that and well, I have no idie how movie yeah. making works but six weeks for reshoots does sound short to me Even uh, reshoots is usually like not that long touch-ups okay. reshoots is like two to three well weeks. that's typically right and this is a whole different case and reshoots is like not every day you oh know I mean? like when they conven- can conveniently get them right yeah yeah it's like because it's usually uh they they think they're done and they have to come back so it's like two weeks when they can now it's like no you can't do anything else <laughs> What about the time they need to write the story again? Or do they I have backups like for that? It's like doing it while they're shooting. It's like... That sounds like a bad formula. I mean, yeah, it's your, not ideal. Use your magic. <laughs> um, the other room I heard was, you know, Spider-Man and this are connected. Yeah. Really connected to each other. He's in the movie. And that they have to do research because of bad test screenings. And that they both had bad test screenings. And it's too late to redo Spider-Man. So like, Spider-Man might be bad. I don't like that. Is it? <laughs> did they just sign up for too much stuff? Like they promised too much stuff. All of these villains are coming in. And Doctor Strange is going to connect Wanda, Loki, and all these are going to bring up a multiverse. I mean, I've said this before. I don't like multiverse stuff. Because it's a cop-out of how you introduce things or solve things or cause problems it's just like when you don't have borders you, it, it spreads too thin and you become, just make a mess that sounds like you're saying multiverse uh-huh. makes it too easy I think it's too hard for them to make it make sense in the story it exactly. sounds like uh, in a way yes so like, both problems from both ends you gave yourself too much freedom to now you can't tell an interesting story what's it called um, prison of choices or something like that when you have so many options Right. You can't pick the right one. Um, Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> Never been, actually. Never been. Their menu is like a textbook. It's like a, a Bible. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, whatever. Um, Do you believe that, though? That the test screenings for Spider-Man and Doctor Strange are bad? And like they have to reshoot Doctor Strange because they can, whereas Spider-Man, they can't anymore, and that it could be a disappointing movie. That sounds like it po- could be a possibility. I don't, I'm not going to say for sure that I think that, but the first trailer did seem out of whack a bit. Like, it didn't, I don't know if it made perfect sense is what they're conveying for the story, right? Like, yeah. why, why is Doctor Strange doing this? So that did lead to me having minor concerns. And here's Hearing this now make, does not make it make me feel any better. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, I got to say, the second trailer made me so riled up because of seeing all these things. Yeah. But that's like what you just said. Like, they plop in all these people for fan service to get people on their side. Right. But maybe not a great story. Yeah. But I've always said, even if we don't get the Spider-Man, I just want a good story. That's yeah. what I want at the end of the day. It doesn't look like that's what they're Listen doing, to me, though. Kevin. Listen to me, uh, <laughs> Sam Raimi. I think that's what it, we want. I also said, like, it looks more Sony than Marvel, the Spider-Man movie. I don't know if I see that, but okay. And, and you know, I'm not. I'm Sony's batting average is low. The first two uh, Tom Holland Spider-Man movies look more MCU, right? Yeah, but they're made by MCU. They're made by Marvel. Yeah. And this one, you know, they're introducing more Sony stuff into it. Jamie Fox. <laughs> Jamie Fox. <laughs> 
So, I mean, I, I still have faith and I believe that they're going to make a good sequel to Doctor Strange. And since they pushed it back and they're doing these reshoots, I believe, you know, they have time and the ability to make a good movie. Why do you, do you think they're going to push it back even more? No. Is that the bad option? Because they're pushing back everything else. There, there's a pipeline, right? Like, how can yeah. they push back stuff so much? I don't think they're going to push gotta, it back anymore. There's got to be a cost to pushing stuff back all the time, right? Not yeah. the fact that you're also so not just getting the money earlier but there's like pipeline stuff in their organization that's kind of like scheduling for these actors they have to make other movies so if they're already booked a certain time and you push your movie back you know it might not fit in their schedule as far as this movie yeah the first uh, one yeah, any, yeah but the continuing ones they would they would have them shoot already shot already no but i'm just saying like this dr strange yeah. they can't push it back because then they'll push back everything yeah and they're not i don't think they want to do that because they already pushed it back once yeah as far as premiering but they could still record everything in the same time um i yeah as long as they recognize it's bad or it needs work yeah that's that's I'm, I sound like freaking uh, that that company. Like I'm just spinning it. Like oh, well, they recognized it. <laughs> well, they they say like they're gonna their plans of these researchers also introduce new characters that is not even part of their initial story. So a crypto the super dog's gonna be in it. Like what <laughs> the rock the rock. <laughs> That's like the perfect fan service. Let's get the rock in this. Could they start introducing X Men to it because I, Wanda's in it? Could they retcon Magneto into it? I mean, you could do anything you want, but don't do that. That doesn't sound like it's needed it's from a multiverse yeah but i'm saying don't do it because it just doesn't make sense yet but do it you just want it sooner than later i just like x-men so it's like why not oh my gosh you're wandering down dr strange now and this was supposed to be the turn for me don't ruin this for me when you think about dr strange and all the other marvel movies come out is dr strange 2 to you like the avengers movie for this phase um it's almost like the captain america like the, civil, the war. civil war yeah okay that's what i mean well that like was the, almost like an avengers movie yeah because, and because we don't really it's not really an avengers team it doesn't look like an avengers team anymore the what we have no, out on the yeah. field right so there is almost no team anymore yeah okay because a lot of things i've read online is people saw this as the fill-in for avengers movie this phase mm, i don't know uh, and no i was like i don't think that's right and that's not what the vibe i'm getting from it i'm getting doctor strange yeah i don't think it's a team-up movie no it's if not anything them. it's supposed to be dark and, and obscure and uh also like uh, he already messed up in Spider-Man. Yeah. By the time we get to this movie, are we supposed to like him now? Or is he still dealing with like heavy stuff? He So much stuff is on his shoulders. So he's doing things he shouldn't be. And maybe that's why he's dipping into dark magic, possibly. I think, I think um, even since Infinity War and then to Endgame and to uh, What If and yeah. then into Spider-Man, I think I think they we, we're not really supposed to like him. Well, we definitely didn't like him in Infinity War. Like he's like... Yeah. I think that's the character they're going for. The Doctor Strange that's like... Like, you know, unlikable, not personable, but like kind of, kind of like, I don't know, like you like to not like him. Like, yeah. Like House. Remember House, the doctor? <laughs> yeah. Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. Yeah. It's kind of like that. Like he's a little pompous and a little arrogant, but you kind of like him for that because he's not likable. Yeah. He's, he doesn't appease people, right? He's, yeah. In Infinity War, he's like, I'll, I'll kill you if you get near my time stone. <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> um that's what i liked that's what i liked in freaking infinity war he was kind of uh kind of more like serious about everything mm-hmm. right um in spider-man he's like oh hey kid welcome and come on into the sync of centaur i'm drinking hot cocoa 
know. I'm drinking hot cocoa. I wear puffer jackets. It's New York. Right? You want all you want people to forget you? No problem. Let me help you out. I think yeah. Well, I think it's kind of like I hated that. Again, I think it's like ah, oh, let me show you how how good I am. How arrogant he is. Yeah. Look at this. I'm gonna make this box thing. <laughs> <laughs> He, uh, it's like when things, when, when the crap hits the fan, he's yeah. serious. When he's lounging la- around with his hot cocoa, he's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, I can mess things up for you, make a whole movie out of it. Yeah. I'll bring all these other universes in. Yes. And then you fix it. Yeah. <laughs> you make a movie, you be the hero for this one. Yeah. I'll, I get a second one to mess things up worse. <laughs> Well, we'll see if they can Scooby do this crap and get the reshoots done. Right. I want I, honestly, like, we'll never know, but I wonder, like, how this first like rough draft of the movie is, like, how bad it is. But we'll, we'll never know. We'll never know. We'll get it on the the DVD extras. Yeah. <laughs> I still have faith in uh, Kevin Feige, so um, we'll find out in May when Doctor Strange Two comes out if it's any good. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm really looking forward to Sam Raimi feel of superhero movies again. Mm. But this doesn't spell great things for him. Is that the biggest leap in time? Well, I guess not counting COVID, a pandemic, but like what? Spider Man's December. The next MCU movie we're getting is May. Not since like the early phases was there that big of a gap. I think. As far as Marvel movies? Yeah, we're so used to getting it like every three months now. That's only four months? Five months. Five months and five months, right. Um, Yeah, I mean... That's almost six months. (laughs) You can count. Normally, they're like three a year nowadays, right? So... Next year's going to be... This year's four. Really? Yeah, because last year there was none. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, it was Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man. Eternals, right, right. Forgot about Eternals. Also, I think Eternals is going to be on Disney Plus in January, so... Already? Yeah. I was going to say, because usually Christmas... Day, don't they drop like a Marvel movie on Disney Plus? That like a new Marvel movie? I think Eternals is too soon in theaters to drop it on Christmas Day. Yeah, when I heard Shang-Chi was hopping on Disney Plus, I thought that was gonna be all the way till Christmas, Christmas. but it's, it's already here. Yeah. Yeah, they saved it for that Disney Plus day. Yeah, I didn't even know what that was. They're trying to make a holiday for themselves. It's like the anniversary that they launched. So that was a two-year anniversary. Smart move, like built up hype for the, the streaming platform mm-hmm. out of nowhere, really. Yeah. They can just say that and Everyone will just believe it. Like, hey, this is a special day. No one's going to check you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Netflix could have did that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally do that. Yeah. But I think Eternals drops on Disney Plus in January. Okay. Maybe I'll watch it again. I want to watch it again. Uh, you watch it and I'll watch it in the background just, just <laughs> sitting around because I don't know if uh, I loved it. All right. Uh, that is it for the news. Again, not a whole lot of news this week because of the holidays. Sure. But still some interesting stuff. Um, I want to see that Pets movie now. I actually do. Like, uh, I don't know if I like all the kids movies nowadays but look pretty interesting all right uh guys please don't forget to subscribe to the reader copy podcast just search reader copy in uh, any of your podcast platforms and let us know how you feel about these reshoots for dr strange on all of our social media platforms like instagram facebook and twitter we're at the reader copy podcast i'm gonna call it now spider-man no way home's gonna be bad i'll just say that i don't like your negative energy Get that way from me. that way if it's good i'll be very pleased get that out of here <laughs> all right let's get into the book a uh, very different it's not marvel's not dc it's called slam (laughs) 
we've been heavy on the Marvel comics lately. You're right, yeah. And superhero stuff, so I want to do something different, something still fun and action-packed, but this is more of like a, what do you call it, slice-of-life kind of book? Yeah, kind of a a sport, somewhat of a sport. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is called Slam, with an exclamation point. Slam! Slam! Uh, It is by Boom Studios, also with an exclamation point. (laughs) Scared? That one scared me. (laughs) That one freaked me out. And uh, first published in 2016, we're doing the first volume, which is the first four issues. Oh. It's just called Slam. Do you know if there's more after this? There's another volume. Uh, I think it's called The Next Jam. Oh, all right. Yeah. Rhymes there. But we're doing the first called Slam. Ah, get it together. It is by writer Pamela Ribbon, and she is actually more of a screenwriter. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, screenwriting is kind of similar to yeah, comic um, books, right? Some of her notable work as a screenwriter, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Oh, the the second Ralph movie? Yeah. She's also a story writer on Moana. Oh, cool. Okay. I never finished it. Okay. And then she was also a writer on Mind of Mencia. (laughs) (laughs) Best best cartoon (laughs) movie she's written for. Uh, man. She's a writer for Mencia. That's... Yeah, that was in 2005. <laughs> what, what, what is writing for Mencia? Like stealing jokes from people for their show? <laughs> she just has binoculars <laughs> and a tape recorder. She's like cheating off someone else's test. <laughs> the... the... The artist is Veronica Fish. Yeah, I like the art on this one. Yeah, her art has actually kind of been described as uh, ultra expressive, which is, I think, is very accurate. Ultra expressive. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Um, I like the work. Yeah. I think like these Boom Studio books, they really try to stand out. So their artwork is very poppy colors and stuff. So even even things like, you know, Power Rangers and stuff. Oh, yeah. The artwork on the covers and stuff, it's like they have to stand out against Marvel and the better known titles. So their artwork is all always kind of eye-catching i think also these different companies have different house styles yeah theirs is maybe more like sketchy sometimes with the work they do mm. um a lot of them has like child uh kid uh books too for for boom but yeah this is not necessarily that this i would almost describe it as realistic cartoony okay i feel like you describe that for every comic book <laughs> no, not okay <laughs> uh veronica fish uh she graduated from the massachusetts college of art and design and now she teaches at the Worcester Art Museum. Oh, cool. She teaches. Boston. Worcester. Ma, ma, okay. <laughs> do you do, can you do a Boston, Boston accent? No. <laughs> Boston. Boston? Boston. Wicked. Wicked. What other words did they say? Uh, no, ma. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo is the greatest quarterback since Tommy Brady. <laughs> Um, she's worked for Marvel and uh, other publishers, but I think she's also really known for doing work in 2015. She worked on the Archie comic book. That's where I know her from. Yeah. that That's pretty much what led to the Riverdale show. Like they copied her style in that. At, okay. Yeah. That, that style of things, translating that to TV. Yeah. yeah. The Mark Wade run. Right. One of my favorites. So you know her artwork already. Yeah. I, I recognized it right away. Like, I think I've seen this in one of the later issues of Archie stuff. So I was like, oh yeah. Yeah. Right. It looks good. Uh, so Slam is a story about roller derby. Oh, right, right, right. So it's a it's a sport that not a lot of people... I don't even know where I can go watch this. I don't know where I can buy tickets or go. I've never been, certainly. I know about it. I don't know the rules. It's uh, it's like a circuit.
popular track right. that I guess guys can play it, but every time I see it, it's women. Uh, they are on roller skates. I've been curious about that, yeah. And they ride around the track. And now one player per team is called the Jammer. Jammer, yeah. And they have like a star on their helmet, right? Like star jammer, so yeah. yeah. And then the rest of the team just like crowds in front of them. And I don't know what they're called. Blockers. Blockers. Okay, yeah. yeah. And the Jammer's job is to get past the blockers and then lap them. And that's a point. And then I think when they pass another person from the other team, that's another point, right? Yeah. So it's every time you pass someone and you have a minute to do that. Or if you're the lead jammer, meaning you're ahead of the other team's jammer. Yeah. You could also just like stop the clock and say, time's up. Finish this round. Because then let's say you're the lead jammer and you score five points. You can say, oh, that's enough. It's time. And that way the other team can't score anymore until they switch the next round. Interesting. It's kind of uh, you decide you're in control of everything. Yeah. On front. Okay. It's very physical. A lot of pushing around. I think elbows against the rules, but I feel like they do it anyways. It's a lot of hip checks, right? And there's like a railing where they're just like thrown into that railing all the time. Sure, it's padded, but like you're getting launched at that thing. Yeah. So it's a lot of like bruises and scrapes. And they all, and like I've seen the movie, is it called Whip It? Yeah. With, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elliot Page. Yeah. That, I really enjoy that movie. And they really show how like physical and almost violent it could be. Was Kristen Wiig the villain? No, she's not a villain. Oh. Uh, Juliette Lewis was the villain. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Drew Barrymore was it also in yeah, it? Drew Barrymore was It's not really a villain, too. She was just like the tough girl. You see that in this story, too, actually. Yeah. I guess it's a trope in that world. Yeah. Because then you could either take it very seriously or do it just because it's super fun. And yeah. And you get to see the both sides of that coin in the story. It is kind of like a recreation sport, right? Like you do it after work type of I thing. Don't, yeah. I don't think they're getting paid to do this. It's like a league you join. It's like bowling league or something. It is a league, though, it's not like you just it's not a pickup game yeah because the way they did it like the story stars two girls right yes one is uh jennifer chu and she's like <sighs> thick she's she's uh more built right yeah yeah she's a larger girl and then her friend her best friend is macy right yeah and they actually join this league at the same time they're not friends yet at the start yeah they don't know each other until they join this league yes jennifer is very like uh book smart studies and her parents give her a lot of pressure to be successful yes she is asian yeah she's asian so this is standard yes and she pushes herself she has a lot of drive and uh where macy is very very she's like smaller right a bit more mousy maybe she's more emotional and at the start of the story like her long relationship just ended yeah and this her ex is about to get married to someone else some bad news for her and yeah. so at the start of it she's looking for something to ch- switch things up yeah she needs a new thing in her life which is this roller derby cool um and they get recruited like through a flyer because they're working at the gym and uh there's this thing where like they're called like the fr- the meats right they're like fresh Fresh meat. Fresh meat, yeah. Yeah. So they're it's like a class. It's like a like a like yeah, a grade. They're the league is looking for new people. Yes. But they're not on a team yet. So what they do is they go and they kind of like play like an exhibition game. Oh, right. Like they're kind of taught how to play and then they, they watch it and then they play. And then out of that pool, the actual teams of the league will quote unquote draft you. Very interesting. Okay. Like they'll see what they'll like. it's like they're scouting at these fresh meat little practice to see who they want on their team right uh, this story reminds me of like a league of their own yeah okay like a, a sport that's you know female-led more and uh yeah uh, you get a get a character cast of characters right in the, in the whole thing whole sport now jennifer and macy they meet up at this like fresh meat kind of event and like macy she she almost 
can't even skate. Yeah. <laughs> right? She's very like introvert. But Jennifer's like, come on, let's go. Let's do it. Like, we we just met, but I already like, we're going to be friends kind of thing. fast friends. Jennifer's very, the more capable one. Maybe she's skated before, but she can hold her own. She's kind of dragging Maisie to get into it. I want to ask, do, do you know how to rollerblade on just rollerblade in general? Or these ones that have like really. four on one foot? Roller skate? Yeah. No, no, I have terrible balance walking. Yeah. I've never done that before. I think I could do it though. I think I could compete. <laughs> Uh, I, it looks like it hurts. Yeah, just for sure. skating. Just skating. <laughs> I'll end, end up on my my butt all day. So now, after going through this like kind of first time together, they've become best friends. Like they talk on the phone a lot. They're like, I can't believe we did that. It's so much fun. They hang out. They work out together. And they're feeling really invigorated by learning about the sport. Like, sure, it's tough. They get scraped up, bruised up and everything, but they just can't get enough. It's like their thing now. Like, yeah. quickly, a turn, derby is yeah. their, like, their life. Yeah. The new and thing. And I think that's how it is. Like, once you try it, you're hooked. Totally, yeah. So it's it's weeks of, like, practice now, and they're leading up to the event, which is kind of like the tryouts, right. where the teams kind of, like, scout you, and they want to pick you if you're good, right? First real exhibition, right? Right. And it's funny because, like, the artwork in the book is kind of goofy sometimes because there's a shot where, like, this is what you think you look like, where she's, like, gliding and bumping everyone out of her way. Yeah. And then it's, like, versus reality where she looks like like Bambi trying to, like, stand up on her own. Trying to be feet. Trying to skate. Like, she really cannot keep her legs together, but it's kind of a one-to-one showing what you look like and what you think you look like. Um, And you get a real idea of the exhibition. Like, they don't really care what the points are. No. They just love the feeling of getting in this loop that they go around and bump other ladies it's like you have the freedom to let out your aggression yeah yeah finally they go like all of the fresh meat they go to like this bar after to celebrate because it's not about winning or losing it's about being part of it camaraderie yeah and then they they get told like hey some of the teams are interested in you guys yeah so once they're in their car they're kind of like screaming at each other like oh my god like we're gonna get picked right we're gonna get drafted and this is kind of exciting for them like they're not sure if they will be or not they are in so much like emotions for the night they're like why don't we just sleep over and figure it out if we can get drafted by tonight so they actually like jennifer goes over to macy's house to sleep over there yeah and as they're kind of like talking they both get the phone call oh they're going to the big leagues they yell out i got drafted yeah they both got calls but from two different teams uh they so they are getting split up and that's gonna uh, make them really sad they've been fast friends now good friends they're pretty sorry about that but they're happy they get drafted jennifer got drafted by this team called the push Pushy riots. That's pushy with an H in there. Yeah. And then uh, Macy got picked by the meteor fighters, meteor fights, meteor fight because I think it's like meteorite, but with yeah, a fight, meteor fight, yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's funny because they abbreviate it as the MFers. Oh, I like that too. <laughs> and it's like they're both excited, so they go to bed. Jennifer's like smiling asleep, but Macy's like, I have to do this on my own now because I'm not going to be with Jennifer. It's obvious Jennifer had like the skills, and Macy's kind of on probation for this team. They're not hundred percent sure if she's got the skills yet i like the shot of them kind of posing for shots it looks like uh, they have almost like playing cards ready yeah for their pushy riot and meter fights team the way it's promoted it's like old wrestling events that sounds cool like yeah flyers like, 
pictures of like old boxing or wrestling flyers you know oh, what I mean? yeah like a yeah boxing fight yeah i think you can like it's almost like a backyard uh night you can go like buy tickets or whatever like a local thing that's right. kind of the vibe of this thing this whole sport you remember the show on netflix glow yeah i say this is like glow very close to that yeah so they're on their like respective teams now they're trying to get to know they have brand new teammates right and they're yeah. not with their friends anymore and uh jennifer's on you said the pushy riots yes they have like a superstar on their team and her name is a uh, velvet coffin yeah she's like really tall pretty dang built and she's famous kind of a legend in the game yeah so uh they have a lot to live up to this team so they're kind of hardcore right get the job done there's like banners of the past champions and her team has won like three in a row dang okay she's that good and they that team like they take it seriously they practice strategy strategy but the team that macy's on which is the meteor fights they're like let's just have fun we're just a group of friends that just happen to be playing roller derby right they yeah. um play uh golf together just something to, to come to be friends and and they'll even like have little birthdays or whatever right it's not necessarily all about winning it's about being right of a good friend right and this whole like kind of like just joining the team phase it shows like a side of each each person like how they take it yeah whereas jennifer is like uh i'm not even really gonna complain about it even though velvet coffin's like kicking my ass every practice oh whereas uh macy's like yeah we we went to the beach the other day (laughs) (laughs) it was a good time meanwhile macy's talking about a date that she's got coming up and she's kind of hesitant to go on it like thinking like oh maybe this guy's a creep i don't know him that much but mm-hmm. jennifer's like come on you go out on this date and uh she's even scared off to like because she has bruises on her leg from from the yeah from the the derby so she'll have to explain that and everything but going on the date to see go see a movie she uh quickly finds that she likes this date and kind of is interested in this guy right and the guy is like interested in her and like when's the next time you're gonna skate i want to watch yeah and he's like all right i put it on my phone i'm gonna be there for sure and we get to see like how the two teams practice and like Jennifer is talking to Velvet Coffin VC is what they call her VC and it's just like no expression I'm not even really gonna acknowledge you whereas uh, on Meteor Fights the captain's talking to Macy and she's really like cares about her feelings and saying like gentle we drafted you but I might not put you on the lineup yet because we just don't know if you're ready and I'm telling you now so you're not blindsided you got a couple weeks to get your skills up to participate but it's not for sure if you're gonna be on the team and they actually have a little scrimmage between the two teams, um, the meter fights versus the pushy riots. And quickly, once they kind of like line up to get started for the match, VC obviously just getting ready to just kind of smushes into Maisie like right away. Like she just crumbles to the ground. Yeah. And now VC has to like sit because it was like a violation. She or something. got benched. Yeah. So this gives Jennifer opportunity to be the the jammer the scorer right right also like they get um nicknames when they join the team and jennifer is knockout that's right and macy is i think i can it's like it's a one it's almost a one word like i think i can yeah so they also call her a can can as like a nickname can can okay now they don't get to spend as much time together anymore because they're on separate teams right and we get to see the the way the sport and being on teams kind of changes them because jennifer looks up to vc she wants to be like her she wants to be like this unstoppable player right yeah but she doesn't even get like the time of day from vc and she hates herself that she cares so much what vc thinks of her that she wants vc's attention at all like why 
why do I even care? I don't know. While uh, Maisie, she, again, she's got this upward battle to try and prove herself to get the skills up. Yeah. She's taking time out of her day outside of practice to just practice in the in nature, right? Get get right. some skills in there. They but, uh, they set up this like uh, time where they can both just skate around the park. And Macy like misses Jennifer, right? She doesn't get to see her as much. Sure. So when other people text her, I like it because you could see like the actual text bubbles in the artwork. But like the guy that she's dating texts her like, hey, you want to hang out tonight? She's like, no, I'm going to, I got something going on. The girls on her team are like, hey, we're all going to go out. It's like, uh, I got plans tonight. Yeah. And she's like ditching them to stick to this plan that she has with uh, Jennifer. And then last minute, Jennifer bails on her. Yes, she can't make it. But again, Jennifer, she's like a student, like. Right. Like, China has a lot of stuff, other stuff on her plate, but leaves Macy just feeling sad. Right? It's just like, I canceled everything to be with, hang out with you and you cancel it. Yeah. And it, now it's like they're, the gap between their friendship is growing, but the bond that they're having with their teammates is growing. Okay. Right. Um, Jennifer still is trying to get VC's attention, but also offer back. Right. Right. And with all that work, Macy is still not able to participate in the next match. She does not get, uh, she's not playing that match right so mm-hmm. she's stuck at freaking the, the ticket booth to, to give out tickets for the, the show and then the guy that she's dating shows up yeah and she now like feels embarrassed that like oh, you came all the way here and I'm not even going to be like participating mm-hmm. but the guy's like it's cool now at least I get to watch it with you right? yeah right so it's just showing that like, this guy really cares pretty smooth of him to say that um, and he gets even riled up by the, the whole match and like is enjoying himself he even comes home with like a, a fan like east side roller the girls like that's the name of the whole league t-shirt like she he mm. really enjoyed it and it was like wow you get to do this i can't wait to see you do this one of these days it's been a long time now since jennifer and macy has like even hung out so they finally get a chance to hang out and macy is usually like introvert is like very chatty and talking it up right now right yeah and then jennifer who is usually that way is now a little bit more closed off because she's under so much stress right and she's always saying like man what what got into you? you're so like active and loud now and she just screams out like i got laid (laughs) (laughs) she's into it yeah like everything's working for Macy. Yeah. She's having fun. Or Jennifer, who used to be like that, like her school work is like piling up. Um, her team is just all about practice. Stressful too. And the person she looks up to doesn't care about her. Yeah. And he's not even getting face-to-face time a lot with her best friend Macy over here. Yeah. She's almost jealous of Macy because they're she's like actually having fun. Yeah. Has like a like a friendship with it over there. And that's what we see. Like Macy gets even closer to another person on her team called Gal Broker. Like that's her yeah. character name in, mm-hmm. in Derby. Um, and she's like the head of the uh, meteor fights. And they quickly chum it up between the two of them. She's explaining how she came up with her name. And she says like, uh, the first time I went, I broke my wrist. And I couldn't like participate for a while. Right? Right. And it's like the second time I went, when I was all better, I broke my leg. <laughs> so like, but that never stopped me. I kept going. And, and that's how I got the name Gal Broker. It's supposed to be a play on Al Roker. She's, even she acknowledges like, yeah, it's not really makes sense, but that's what it is. It's a pretty big stretch there. Yeah. Broker. So Al, gal broker. But it's just showing like how addictive this is. And it's not about hurting other people. It's about feeling part of 
part of a team and letting out your aggression aggression a little bit yeah, yeah. It, like, it was like a whole year of her not participating but once she finally got into it she loved it and kind of went up in notoriety on her own team yeah. right so uh, something for Macy to look up to on the exactly. team exactly and it's really influential to Macy because now she's happy with uh, the guy she's dating right and she's talking to him she's like I think I'm actually gonna ask her a raise at work where like normally she would just be quiet yeah but her co-worker hears it right and he's in the back and before she could go to the boss to ask for a raise he does the co-worker asks for a raise and the co-worker a guy got the raise over yeah. uh, over Maisie he can't give them both raises so he's like oh uh, you'll be next but the guy just came in here literally asked for a raise and then she's like well you can either give me a raise or I'll quit where normally she would just accept it right be, again she's kind yeah. of like a mousy character right. usually but the the guy the boss is like okay I'll give you the raise so she's building confidence like the people around her are inspiring her and giving her confidence she's growing a backbone really right okay meanwhile Jennifer meets a new girl who's like a fresh meat right totally a fresh meat now uh, Jennifer's kind of experienced nowadays you could tell yeah. that she's got a name for herself knockout has got some notoriety and just like how she started she's uh, met this girl that's also like really new to it mm-hmm. and she kind of takes her under her wing right and she's teaching her how to skate like it's again like how we saw her before she's like wobbly but she's kind of getting it and they're kind of just like Jennifer's kind of just like throwing her into it yeah and it's almost like what she did for Macy and she's kind of just like got a new Macy <laughs> Okay, that's going to be kind of weird for everybody involved. Um, this little kind of younger person is getting introduced to all of these like veterans of the thing. And um, Jennifer is kind of protective of this new girl a bit, right? Right. And she says like, okay, there's like open skate later this week where like it's all like the quote unquote pros and fresh meat. They all kind of just play together. And it's this is for fun, right? A little scrimmage is no uh, real points or, yeah. scrim- uh, you know, league points involved. And this new girl's like, ah, I don't know. Like, I'm scared. Like, the tougher players play in that too. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, just go. Like, that's the only way you're going to get better, right? So she goes there. And then Macy also shows up there with gal broker ah. they didn't know she's gonna be there but she's it's for everybody so it's, they all kind of ended up being there weird coincidence and again this is a sport of pushing and bumping uh, you know it's an aggressive sport and what does she know it in the little scrimmage the one that pushes over the new girl is actually Maisie right the person that's kind of usually not the most aggressor is the first to like bump the fresh meat person right and Jennifer sees this from across the track and like skates like all the way there and she's like yo Macy what the hell right like just to bark at her right? yeah and then Macy's also standing up for her like hey this is a rough sport she knew what she was getting into right and it's almost like a confrontation like the referee has to like split them up they get kicked out of the whole match like being sent home and they're mad at each other that they both got kicked out because of the other person they think at least and so there's real tension there they both kind of see themselves kind of replaced with other friends right right it's like they all both see each other like you've changed right yeah because they both have changed it's been a little bit they haven't seen each other as much and now it's the real match now where their teams are actually going up against each other yeah and they're getting ready like they're taking it like super serious now because they kind of want to like show the other person they're better one up each other even as they're passing each other on the hallways before the match there's a coldness there they don't talk to each other at all and they 
afterwards, they each go to a respective person and kind of complain about, like, I can't believe she's doing this to me. Like, yeah, that we're not both saying the same, same thing, exact thing. Yeah. So it's like the second half of the match now, and the pushy riots. This is Jennifer's team. They're pretty much winning, right? Yeah. It's like 75 to 54 right now. They're killing the other team because they have Velvet Coffin. She's like an all-star. Right? Yeah. And they're a lot more serious as a team altogether. But Macy is now the jammer and she's doing a whole lot better. She's learning how to do like the jukes and stuff that she's getting past them. And they're slowly like catching up. It's, t- it's really close to tied now. 75 to 72. They just need a couple more. It's uh, the, There's barely any timeouts left. Macy gets a pass in, but... Uh, uh, she's got a target on her back, right? Because they they could tie it up right here. Yeah, it's for the win. And who's in front of her? But Jennifer, knockout. And it's almost like a blind side because Macy wasn't looking. And Jennifer like throws her over the rail almost. Like she's off the track. Goes over the rail past the, the whole edge of the track and is falling all the way to the ground. Like imagine if it's like wrestling yeah. and you got pushed <laughs> over the over, right? <laughs> like you're getting, if I'm not used to that, I'm getting hurt she immediately realizes like she went over the line she stops the crowd is like silent and like the like the boyfriends in the audience jennifer's parents are in the audience they're all kind of like in shock the medic has to come and tend to macy jennifer is going over to macy like I gotta make sure she's okay. And VC, Velvet Confidence, like, holding her back. Like, she'll be fine, right? The game's not over. We have to compete. Yeah. And I think this is when Jennifer was like, why did I look up to you? Yeah. I don't want to be like you, right? I care about my friend more than anything. So she actually goes out, leaves the game, takes off her helmet, quits the game mid-match. And carries Macy like out the door, like like the bodyguard. <laughs> uh, Macy's like for sure got like like a pop shoulder, and it's really bad. But she's happy to see that Jennifer is willing to do this for her, like stop her participation in the game and help out, and is smiling as she's being lifted away. She's like saying like I'm so sorry, I can't believe I let this happen. And Macy's like just shut up and keep being my hero <laughs> as she carries her out the door. And that's how it ends. That's the first four issues. Uh, you know, I thought it was a really good, like, simple story. Yeah. Not nothing crazy, nothing unbelievable happens. But it's a, it's sweet, right? Yeah. It's yeah. about friendship over anything. Yeah, yeah. I it made me not want to try roller derby if there even is a guy because <laughs> I don't want to get hurt that bad. Uh, I like how it doesn't have to be roller derby, but just can be anything yeah. that shows like things change in life where you lose relationships and friendships. Yeah. And, you know, as much as you say you'll be in contact, but things that happen to you that doesn't happen to the person changes you. Yeah. Yeah. Life gets in the way a bit, right? right? Yeah. Relationships kind of drift apart um, and they find something to kind of fill that. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah. We see them at, when they start as different times in their lives, like Jennifer's really put together and Macy's kind of a mess and at the end it's kind of like the reverse yeah and it, it is just like showing like life has lows and highs it's a roller coaster and we just caught them while one was at the high and one was at the low and it, it's switching back and forth so you know as tough as it goes it's gonna get better like Macy started making new friends met a guy and all this stuff and it was like happy they both learned the lessons right like yeah. Macy learned to be getting after it mm-hmm. and then Jennifer's like I need to chill a bit yeah I why am I stressing so much? Yeah. Over people that don't matter to me, really. Yeah, my parents. Yeah. They don't matter. Shut up, mom. <laughs> 
But yeah, I thought it was a good change of pace from like, you know, superhero stuff. Yeah, I, I really like that. That was sweet. Maybe it was a short story. And uh, it's a world that I've never experienced, but uh, it's really interesting to get the vibe out of it. Yeah. I Again, I haven't been there, but I imagine they got it pretty close to what it's like. Mm. I think it's more punk rock back in the day. Like they mentioned that too. It's yeah. like a pretty hardcore. Mm. But I think it's more like a recreational sport now. I want to look it up because I kind of want to watch this. I'd want to see it like a like a league thing. Yeah. Because like you, the crowd gets into it and like totally there's shots where like the characters like flipping off the crowd as they go but that's like the act like it's like it's like watching wrestling it's like yeah, yeah. like we're we're involved kind of thing it's like a live show like yeah like you said maybe like a local wrestling thing mm-hmm. kind of vibe i was curious when you mentioned glow like could they possibly make like a roller derby show like i would like it maybe they would have characters but the actual sport is actually legit that would be interesting whoa so like wrestling really yeah like real life <laughs> fighting to the death <laughs> like american gladiator Right, right, right. Like the XFL. Oh my god. Alright. Well that was Slam. Slam. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I liked it too. Yeah. Let's get into side stories. Watched another thing on Netflix this week, just popped in. Okay, we might have the same thing. Go ahead. I I don't know. I watched I don't think this is your thing. We I might w- have the same thing. So go ahead. I watched a TV show. Yeah. It's called Arcane. Okay. Okay. Yeah, never mind. Different things? Oh wow. Um this is a TV show based on the video game League of Legends. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's um it's using characters from the League of Legends video game and it's kind of like warp warping the way they look a bit to make them kind of aesthetically the same. It's really interesting what they did there. Okay. So they don't exactly look like the game? Yeah. I think actually like the character facial designs are a bit different from like whatever the characters look like, even like their um, characters like screens. They look different a bit. Mm. They did a great job as far as the look of the show. It's got this, I I don't know, like anime no it's not anime it's not really anime at all it's like shell shading anime no uh like but like rooted in anime no not really okay (laughs) (laughs) i i don't know what it is but it looks great it looks a lot like the cinematics for league of legends oh and if you ever watch if you just want some cool action and you don't even you don't need to know the characters it's a cool thing watch the cinematics for the video game and you can like sit there for like an hour they're like pretty well made like the action seeing the characters but this show arcane um um, again, they use the characters from that. It's like this world of magic and science intertwined to this society, right? Yeah. And this, we're centered around the city that has an CD undercity that's like, you know, poor people and uh, gangsters uh-huh. and um, things like that. And then a richer upper city that has like a city council and they have like the height of trade and science or whatever. Okay. The main characters are these two characters from the video games. One's called Vi and she in the video game has these like boxing glove gauntlets that can punch really hard all right the other character is called jinx and she has like a gatling gun she like runs around with explosives like that's her thing i played the game long long time ago so i'm trying to remember them but yeah i don't remember there's so many too right there's a lot it's it's it amazes me how they made it work like that's a cohesive world altogether on these characters because uh-huh. like again science and magic they don't always mix but the way they had it work in the story i liked it um jinx was actually my favorite character i used her a lot i was never good at league of legends i i've said it in the past mobas i just suck at them like i i just tried them out 
stage because everyone was, and uh, I did not get far, could not progress. Okay. N- not got anywhere, but uh, I, I I like the aesthetic anyways, right? So th- it worked for this. And if, if you just if you just want to watch a good story, it's a ra- really good story. The the two characters are they start out as kids in the story, and they live in like the deep, uh, lower city, right, the under city. So before watching this, did you know the story? Like, is this the story of the game? No, like they made it up. Oh, okay. Which yeah, I, mean, I think like that was impressive like they may i think they did like the characters have backstories from the cinematics yeah but i'm not i don't think they're related to the story of this of of this show show okay yeah um and where was it okay so they start out as kids just like uh you know poor kids on the street they have an adopted father that takes care of them and they have other friends that are trying to make it out and there's like a whole wreckage goes on and we find out that the father dies at a certain point it gets pretty drastic and there's a huge leap in time to when they they've been separated for years now and they have to like find each other and they hate each other okay Um, give it a try if you just want an interesting story like you don't need to know the video game at all it really does not help at all if you know what moves whatever these characters have just watch it for the story it's well made um is the because in the game it's like you know there's like what towers and stuff like that yeah is that play into the show like is there an arena in the show or something like that not really. There's not like huh. the whole, <laughs> the game is like an arena of like characters finding each other, right? Yeah. That has nothing to do with the show. Okay. All right. So it's not needed. Yeah. All just they're make... doing is using characters. Yeah. Names. Cause they don't even look like the characters, right? Well, they look like the, the facial is different, but like everything, you have the, the hair oh, okay. it looks the same and all that. Um, great work on there as far as the aesthetic. Uh, and then the way they work in magic, it's like this like forbidden thing that nobody uses, like tales from hundreds of years ago. Like it's a dark thing you don't want to touch, and then it rises up in the city. And this one character called Jace is, <laughs> yeah. Some of the names get pretty uh, cheesy, but he's like the scientist that brings the science out of the magic, and it's really interesting. I think the character I would use when I was playing, I think it was like a knight, and he had like a long staff. Would he spin? Did he have a sword? It was something that I could reach far, like staff, like a, like a spear. Yeah. Okay. Was it a woman knight? Maybe. Okay. There's a character like that. That's. Uh, but um, how many characters are there? I think there's maybe 80. 80. Oh, okay. And they're the, I mean, it's a full game. I think it's like the one of the biggest games ever, like quote unquote purchased because it's a free game, but Ooh, it's like downloaded confused. at least. Yeah. It's still one of the biggest games now, but it could never get into it that long uh, just because they suck so much. But <laughs> um, I'd recommend it if you just want a great story. I, I don't know if I know. How long is this series? The whole thing is nine episodes. I'm only four. That's pretty long four episodes in oh okay and it's just into where they just got uh reunited or the, the characters are older now and so it's three episodes of them not even together no it, it, they're not separated right away oh okay okay i see yeah um but arcane is the name of the show i, I don't know if like i guess the magic is is, is the reason for that um, does that mean magic i think so just like in common things arcane I, means I never, magic okay i never knew that oh really you're such you, the stuff you're nerdy about is so weird like you like don't what? I, what i'm saying is the stuff you're nerdy about does not intertwine with all the stuff I'm nerdy about. Because like, I'm nerdy about cool stuff. You're mm-hmm. nerdy about lame stuff. You're like, what we, the, like the one thing we intertwine is like comic books, but like. And you even like the lame comic books. I like the good comic books. <laughs> <laughs> Like everyone knows, arcane means magic. Like in I everything, never knew that. I thought arcane means like old. <laughs> Our old magic. Yeah. I didn't know it had to do with magic. Oh though. my 
Everyone knows that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I have no idea. That was the first time I heard that word. The uh, arcane, like the, the dark magician from Yu-Gi-Oh, like it's it's connected. That's his whole world. Okay, and what is a Yu-Gi-Oh? <laughs> okay. So weird. Is Yu-Gi-Oh the game or the guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's a thing like League of Legends is not my always my forte so I was skeptical about if I would like this because I'm like mm. I barely know this I, I played a, a bit but I don't know if I can buy into it because I don't know the characters quote unquote backstory I didn't really know they're not using those okay. and I was like okay I'm pleasantly surprised it's just a good thing to watch it's interesting how they're trying to make it out of this undercity and bring themselves up to heights of the of the, the world they're in and like the the secrets of all the magic and science that people are not trying to keep under wraps. There's also like enforcers in the city that like try to keep the the, the bottom people down and try huh. to keep, rise up the higher people. Like those are like the the cops of the world, right? So the, there's no meta of the game in the series at all. Like oh, um, is the terms like jungling and all that? I don't think so. No, I don't. I think uh, it's so weird that they would not include that. I would just expect that. Well, also I'm only four episodes out of the nine in. Oh, okay. so like, it very the well last could. five is just all about the all game. about that. <laughs> Also, the thing about the roster of characters is they have like different genres. Like if you remember, like yeah. some of them are half magic, but the other ones are like there's cowboys, there's knights, yeah. there's like Vikings. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering if Arcane, right, is just maybe a, like centered around the city of this magic science field inside of the whole bigger world. And maybe those other sections exist in this world that we haven't seen yet. It could be a different show. Yeah. And I would like that because I know there are genres within just the roster of characters. Like these people belong in these like frost mountains okay. or whatever, right? These people have science magic science <laughs> in the pocket. Yeah. Um, and it's also, they're also, all of them are like prequels to what they're going to become as. As like their characters, oh. right? They look like regular people first, and then they'll maybe pick up some weaponry or learn this type of power. And I think they're gonna look more like their characters in the game. Oh. And that's really interesting to think about. Like they also every time they introduce a new character and they say their name, we'll go, I am Victor. Cause it's like, oh, that's him, that's that guy. <laughs> I am Caitlin. So it's like, oh, okay, we can see who this is gonna become. Is is this the best like video game and other media thing? It, it's pretty close like people have been surprised about that considering how bad that track record is yeah um video games turned to movies or tv shows i'd say it's a uh, one of the um proponents of the, that could be a good thing now mm. just and the i think it's because they're not being beholden by the backstory they set out earlier yeah they're just like these characters are just sitting around this ip if you will mm -hmm. let's make it work and the way they interweaved it and connecting characters, I loved it. That's interesting. Yeah, right? Yeah. Like you said, the stigma of video games and movies and shows, I think that's changing. I think every time a video game movie comes out, people say that. Yeah. I don't. I think most of the time, there's still a, a miss. Because well, I heard good things about the new Resident Evil movie. Oh, even come though, on. Even though it's not like a big blockbuster, I heard it's not bad. Is it like a TV movie? Like I heard it's like a high-budget fan movie. High-budget on-demand. Fan film. It's in the theater. It is? I think so. But people saying good things. I heard it's like, wow, this is not bad. Yeah. That's what you want. Oh, it's not bad. Yeah. When your expectation is terrible... Yeah, that is fantastic. Not okay. bad is fantastic. We're talking about track records. Yeah. Resident Evil, I mean, <laughs> pretty rough for movies. They have the longest track record. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's a new Halo show coming. 
is Halo Infinite the name of the video game or the show? Halo Infinite is the name of the video game. It's just called Halo is the name of the, the new yeah, TV show? Okay. I think so, yeah. Okay. And then uh, what else is there? Well, There's I mean... Mass Effect coming on Amazon? Oh, new things, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, Mario? Hopefully, the, yeah, Mario. Hopefully that's good. I know their last game was not a hit, so hopefully there's a different trajectory they're on for this new thing they're doing mm-hmm. as far as Mass Effect. That has a big following for the original, what, three games? Uh, Uncharted is coming out soon. Uncharted, yeah. I think. We'll see. That might bring down the curve again. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think um, they're, they're doing a lot of video games that look like movies. Like, oh, this video game looks like it could be a movie. Let's make a movie out of it. Yeah. I think that's the wrong approach. Like like Uncharted, it looks like a movie, like the way this adventure is yeah. Indiana Jonesing around. Don't do that. I, I, Tomb Raider. It kind think, of the last Tomb Raider sucked. I, I don't know if it sucked, but it was not. Good. I mean, I forgot it. I, I think people just assume, and because maybe it makes a lot of money that that a movie is the final form of some media, where it's like, yeah, yeah, this story can just be a video game. You don't have to elevate it to a movie now. Just let it be a video game and tell a great story there in that media. If anything, make movies into video games because they make more money. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, definitely. It's like at least one point five times as much. Is it twice? as much it might be way more it might be like yeah like five times more oh okay well yeah some video games make ridiculous amount it's like i think there's like a video game like gta 5 yeah 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 it's like more than the nba nfl and and mlb put together well good i don't know how much those make (laughs) and i think i'm not sure but i think they're like more eyeballs on like e-sports tournaments than the super bowl nowadays oh yeah that's worldwide yeah that's worldwide no one outside of america cares about the super bowl and then a large portion of in America also don't care about the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, a large part of them in this room don't <laughs> like the Super Bowl. Uh, Who was in the Super Bowl last year? Which two teams? Um, okay, uh, Milwaukee Buccaneers. <laughs> uh, 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 Patriot? No, not Patriot. No. Okay, never mind. You don't have to do this. What, was a uh, Tom Brady in it? He was, but is he retiring? No, never. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why he already won? Huh? Uh, okay. Yeah, don't worry about it. You don't have to know. I know okay. <laughs> I don't want to know. Uh, that was my that was my side story. Arcane, pretty good watch. I'm gonna continue. It kind of caught me fast. Like uh, I started a little like not too long ago, and I just kept watching. So I would recommend it. Arcane. I hope there's more um, like different continuations, like different worlds in the League different of Legends characters. world. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I thought we were gonna have the same thing because mine is also on Netflix. Oh, what'd you watch? And I then mean, it's also something that I normally wouldn't care about. And when you said it might not be the same thing, then I thought maybe it is the same thing because I don't care about this usually. Yeah. That's weird. I mean, I feel like we talked a lot about what's on the top tens of Netflix lately already. Okay. What else is there? Well, everyone who listens to the show regularly knows I'm a huge anime fan. Whoa. That's all I talk on? about. Yeah. Never make fun of it. That's your favorite thing. Absolutely. Yep. And my favorite thing is when they convert it to live action. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't, it's not anime anymore. No, it's live ame. Live ame. I watched Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. Okay. I, watched, I only watched the first episode. All right. But I already like it. You like it. Because it's so silly. And I I have, I know what the vibe of the anime is because I have Cartoon Network. (laughs) Toonami. Yeah, I have that in the 90s. So I know. Did you ever peek your head in with the anime of the Toonami era? Like, oh, I'll take a peek. But nothing besides like like Dragon Ball Z. I can't find the remote. All right. (laughs) 
So I, I watched the the live action remake. Yeah, and I I never really seen the show, right? But I feel like it's very loyal to it. I I watched half of the first episode, so I do know the vibe. Yeah. Uh, let's hear your take on it first. I like it. It's very funky because it has jazz, right? Yeah, the, and yeah. Uh, you know. Some scenes look unrealistic, but that's what they're going for. It's almost uh-huh. like a fifth element, but also like, I don't know, like, I, it's almost like I can't compare it to anything. I think I think I know why. Can't, why is that? So I think they're going so much one for one for the anime. Yeah. That it has almost like an uncanny valley aspect yeah. to it, right? The colors are like one for one for what the anime is. Mm-hmm. And so it's almost not realistic because it looks like an anime yeah. made flesh. And it takes place like way in the future and up in space. Yeah, right. So it's not even supposed to look realistic necessarily as far as like what we know. So like the guy in the cartoon, his hair is like all sticking up and stuff. So they do that in the show. So like his hair is ridiculously like kind of like pointed up and, and I don't know, like permed up or something. Like uh, um, spray hair sprayed up like yeah. that. Like So that's the part where it, it does seem weird to me. Like yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh does not have purple and yellow hair in real life. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, it, it's more normal. It's just in anime. It looks like that. Um, but then the, the, the way it's filmed yeah. and the styling of it. like I could see, because it's old, right? Kabobi was pretty old. Yeah, one of the older animes. Yeah. yeah. That's why but it's I could so see much. things I like, actually, things I, I actually like, like uh, Umbrella Academy and stuff like that. I could oh. see they're somewhat inspired by this. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, so I I kind of get the vibe of, of where it's coming from. And I like how it's very loyal to the source material. And uh, I don't, I'm not going to say I'm going to go watch the anime. Yeah. But I think I'm going to continue watching the live the live of me. That's really interesting. I, I like hearing this. I know, I, I've never seen the first anime either. Okay. Um, so I, I can't say I have so much attachment to it. I mean, I love Ghost in the Shell remake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen it, but I loved it so much just because of the whole, because of their whole approach to everything. I love that. <laughs> I just love the casting. <laughs> <laughs> right move there. Um, I don't know if I liked the live action version of Cowboy Bebop because there, I know there's like some good cinematography, like the flashbacks. So like, it feels like, uh, almost like a old, uh, black and white detective movie. Right. right yeah. And it's drawing a lot of American stuff considering it's a Japanese property mm-hmm. and it's doing a good interpretation of that. But again, that weird aspect of it just being one for one for the anime, it's thrown me off. Even though I didn't, didn't watch the anime, it's like, I know what anime looks like. <laughs> Because that's anime I watched was inspired by this. Yeah. So I'm like, his beard does not agree with physics. <laughs> Right. Yeah, but I like it still. Like, mm-hmm. um, like the, the characters in it and how ridiculous it gets. I thought that silly vibe you're talking about. Yeah. I see it, and I don't think that's what they were going for. They just landed there. No, I think that they know. I think they hit the target where they're going. Like, that's not what the anime was like at all. So if they're trying to go one for one from the anime, it's we- that's that's the bridge. That's no, I don't think. I think the anime is a little more subtle with it, but it's still in that vein. If you say so, I'm not sure. I think so. Okay. You watch the anime first, and then we'll hear your book report about it next week. No. 
<laughs> the one thing I did like about it, it gives this space cowboy vibe, right? So it's yeah. kind of like he's a cowboy, uh, bounty hunters, uh, Serenity. It's kind of like sure, that, which I didn't really like. I like that show. I know, yeah. A lot of people love that show. I don't think it deserves the hype it got, but yeah. I did like it. Yeah, but I do like Cowboy Bebop. Mm. I'm not gonna watch the anime, but I'll continue so far to watch this. All right. I like the first episode. I like the world they're building and the story, and it is like a. It's it's really like you got a Japanese guy to write an American story and like they didn't tell him anything about America. <laughs> it's just what they kind of vaguely know about America. What they've seen on old movies basically. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like when you go to Japan and eat at an American restaurant and it's not exactly... <laughs> I think it's like Chinese food here in America. Yeah, like it's yeah. not what it's... It's not authentic. It's origin. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then they put it in space. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, it's it's cultural appropriation doing, <laughs> but on the good side of things. But uh, I, I kind of recommend it. Oh, Maybe wow. because it's not anime. All right. You just hate seeing drawings mm-hmm. moving. You know, they're making... Uh, I don't know if this counts as anime, but they're redoing Avatar in live action. They are? Yeah. Uh, do they get the... On Netflix. The best guy to do it M. Night Shyamalan to head this thing no he's busy fingers crossed oh, that's the no. twist he is doing it <laughs> at the end of the movie he's like dun, dun, dun. it was me M. Night all along yeah but um, Korean guy from Lost is, is the bad guy. Oh, this is Daniel Day Kim. Yeah, Daniel Day Kim. Okay. Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis Kim. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know he was in this. I know John Cho is the main character. No, right? no, talk about Avatar. Oh, <laughs> okay. Keep up. <laughs> Daniel Day Kim is playing the father, the bad guy. I don't know. I, I never seen there's Avatar. A lot of, it's, there's a lot of bad guys and a lot of good guys. It's the guy in the mech suit that's trying to steal the what unobtainium. Okay, <laughs> from the blue uh. people. Wait, do you know if it's Legend of Korra or it's the original Avatar? No, it's Avatar. Aang? Aang. Yeah, they cast like this kid. It's uh, Sam Worthington playing Aang. That, there you go. <laughs> they, they messed up the first time around. Casting a kid for the main character? Wrong. No. Gotta get a full grown man. In in real, uh, in the story, in real life, he's 100 years old. So we have to get a 100 year old man this to do This is a Baby Yoda thing. This is what Baby Yoda is. <laughs> Baby yeah. Yoda just Avatar? Absolutely. It just copied Avatar. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm going to watch Bebop some more. Okay. Uh, maybe you, I'll give it a try some more. It's so... Uh... <laughs> so not like... Because his name is Spike. I was like, I thought his name was Bebop. <laughs> You know, every time you talk about um, like those side henchmen from Ninja Turtles, yeah, is it Rocksteady and Bebop? Yeah, I always I always say Cowboy and Bebop because of this anime. <laughs> like I mess up. Oh man, they're the coolest characters too. Yeah, Cowboy and Bebop. All right, uh, you have anything else for side stories? That's it for me. Uh, I would give Arcane a recommend. Like, I'm probably gonna watch it right after this. Okay, somewhere. I'll say forget that and watch Cowboy Bebop. The anime. <laughs> okay, yeah. It, it, is the anime on Netflix? It is. It, I think it came out like a couple weeks ago hmm. to rile up people maybe i'll this. watch the first episode and compare but that's it that's the most i'll do okay i, I let's we'll hear your side-by-side film theory about mm. the anime versus yeah. the live action next week yeah tune in next week so you can catch that and uh you can do that by subscribing to the reader copy podcast and you could also leave us a review that is the best way to help us and it's absolutely free so just find us on apple Podcasts, google stitcher or spotify and leave us a review that'd be great yeah and do us another favor follow us on all the social medias instagram facebook and twitter um we're at the reader copy podcast yeah looking to hear from you all right we'll be back next week with another episode and uh we're also doing the recap show again for hawkeye you won't want to miss it but until then daniel can you hit him with the outro if you like what we had to say about the book pick it up and read your copy this is a different voice i've been uh, singing the car more i think i'm more baritone all right see you guys yeah
Error.